You have to create a three-year plan, a one-year, and you have to create some goals that actually move you along the path all along the way. And the word intentional, I love, because you know clearly where you're going, you can wake up every day and intentionally have three priorities, not a plan, not a to-do list, three priorities that every day are moving you towards accomplishing what your five-year plan is. And very few people are at that place where every day they're prioritizing three things that are moving them towards their future. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Free Retiree Show, the go-to podcast for aficionados of career advice and financial excellence, the most common reasons why people fail to achieve success. I'm here with my pal, Sergio Patterson, Silicon Valley's best and brightest interview coach and mentor. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing good today, bud. So as you know, on our show, we talk a lot about what it takes to be successful and all across the board, people say, well, you just got to work harder. That's what it takes. And Serge, you've been a guy that's been pretty open about, hey, we want to work hard, but let's not overdo it. Let's focus on that work-life balance. What have you seen that's worked for you and other people in Silicon Valley? I think success means something different to everybody. It could be financial. It could be balance. It could be mental health. For me, I think it's a balance over time. I've been in those jobs where you're just grinding, working through the night, you're working on weekends and you, at the end of the day, like the company can lay you off the next day and they're not going to worry about you. To me, I don't think it's worth it. I think as I've gotten older, you kind of figure out what's important. For me, it's family and obviously money is important. You gotta, you gotta have money to raise a family. But once you get that realization, I think it's changed the game for me. So today's episode, we're going to talk about what prevents you from achieving what you define as success. So today's coach that's coming on, he's had 20 years of expertise in success coaching. He's a world-renowned speaker and writer in the areas of corporate leadership and career success. So we are absolutely delighted to have executive and leadership coach, Mr. Michael Mintz on our show. So what Michael does is he helps executives and professionals break through ceilings that have held them back because he knows that success takes more than hard work and he helps see what the 80% of folks are missing. Mm -hmm. Michael's mission is all about creating power in people's lives so they can dominate their fears of the past and present and future. And doing this, he utilizes what he's learned over 10 years that has helped his own teams become successful. So Without further ado, Mr. Michael Mintz, how are you doing this morning, sir? Man, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm fantastic. Thank you. Great. Welcome to the show. Doing Thank great, you. man. I appreciate that. Yeah. We, to be here. We talked a few weeks back and you had some big things going on. You, you were traveling over to India and you were going to talk to, what was it, like half a million people? Something like that? Yes. I had the opportunity to speak to actually a little more than half a million people in Amravati, in India, and it was everything you would think it would be. I mean, literally thousands and thousands of people. I tell you, the craziest thing was for about three days, you feel like a rock star. (laughs) (laughs) And I've never had that feeling before because there's hundreds of thousands of people that want to touch you. They want to get a picture with you and they want to talk with you. So it was a pretty surreal experience that I'm glad I got to be a part of. Wow, That's awesome. Did you feel anything like before you got on the stage? Oh, most importantly, did you take my speaker advice that I gave you? Do you remember what it was? You took advice from Lee? <laughs> my advice was check your fly. That was- you did. I do, and I have because I've had that happen before. So, yes, 
See? Yes, I did. It's great advice, actually, if you've ever had that happen to you and your shirt tail sticking out of your fly. In front of that I many did. people, that would not be fun. It's probably great. It's some of the greatest advice you could ever give a speaker. Would you feel like when you're going up there in front of that many people, it goes through the stomach, the mind? You know what? I think at some point, because there's so many people, the tent itself well, there's about 100,000 people inside the tent. It's about three football fields big. Oh. I don't know how much you know about the people of India. I've spent a lot of time in both India and Nepal, and they're such a gracious people. Everything they do and say is about being gracious to other people. I had no fear whatsoever. There's a lot of people on the stage that love on you and shake your hand before you get to speak. But yeah, there was no butterflies. I was excited to get to speak. It was a festival about... Tukaroshi Maharaj, which is a famous celebrity from like the early 50s, who changed people's lives by teaching them that in order to have everything you want in life, help the people around you get it first, which is Zig Ziglar, right? Straight up Zig Ziglar. And he created a very economically rich area of India by teaching the villagers to focus on the people around you rather than yourself first. And that was my message. That's what I spoke on. And in fact, it's actually a superpower for leaders to be successful is to actually focus on the people around you, make sure they're being successful before you focus on your own. So yeah, it was fun. I love that. So you're big on LinkedIn, Michael, and you made a post about real success doesn't begin until we start giving back. Was this right. India trip, was that the inspiration of this post or is yes. this something has been building for a while? Well, I post about that often because I'm a part of a group that builds schools in both India and Nepal. And one of the things I learned early on in my career is that you don't really understand what real success is about until such time as you're giving what you're making a portion of it anyway, away to someone else, like creating education for someone who otherwise wouldn't have education. What it does for you personally and how it changes your mindset is probably something that no one can truly teach you. It's something that you have to experience by actually giving away part of what you earn. Hmm. My father was a minister and he would always say, if God can get it through you, he'll give it to you. And that remains to be a very true statement that the more you give away, the more comes into your life. Whether you want to believe what the Bible teaches or not, that's a truth that mm -hmm. the more you give away, the yeah. more you attract. You call it the law of attraction or whatever. But I've learned that is a very true statement in people's success. That's such a great way to live your life. Just a more yeah. enriching way to live your life. I strive to do that. Not perfect in that area, but I feel like I've made strides yeah. over the last decade and absolutely brings more to your life. So Michael, so today's topic, we're talking about why people fail to mm. achieve success. Mm. We all want it, whether we want to admit it or not. We want to get to accomplish what we're capable of, reach great extravagant heights in our career and our personal life. But in your experience, what are you seeing that's preventing the masses, most of us, the 80%, right. maybe even 90%? I'm getting that. It's one answer for me, and it's always the same answer, which is why it was so easy for me to come on your show and answer this question. The number one thing that keeps people from being successful, most people, is they have no plan. Absolutely no plan. You would be amazed at how many people I talk to for the first time that want me to coach them. I say, well, tell me about your plan for your career or for your success. And they go, I don't really have one. They say, well, I have some goals. I said, no, I'm not talking about what are your goals. I'm saying, what is your, say, five or 10 year plan? Where are you mm -hmm. going to be five or 10 years from now? And they simply can't tell me. If I ask them, well, tell me about your plan for your marriage or your family. They don't have one. And I tell them that it's, that's like being in a dinghy on the ocean. 
And the only place you're going to go is where the winds blow you. Well, that's where most people are in their life as far as their success. They're in a little dinghy and they got nothing that's taking them any certain direction. So they're just going wherever the winds of life take them. And I say, that's not a recipe for success. You have to know exactly where you're going and exactly what it looks like there in order to get there quickly. And I emphasize quickly because look, I show people how to have a five or 10 year plan and it only takes half of that time to get there. Because when you know clearly in your mind where you're going and what it looks like there, now you can map out the shortest course possible to get there. The reason it takes some of us our whole lives to be successful is because we never had a great plan hmm. to get there. I think that's something, Serge, you always bring up is being very intentional with mm. whatever you're doing instead of just working super hard. Just make sure you're intentional and know where you're going. But I agree with you, Michael. Like not many of us have that plan. Not even just success. Planning and writing stuff down will help you with whatever you're trying to accomplish. Like Lee, like right. on the financial side, budgeting, actually putting it down. And, and this is what my goals are. I help people understand that there's a place that you can get to in your success, in your career, in your life. There's a place you can get to when you clearly define what your future looks like. And so I tell people what happens when that's so clear is that you now start to have conversations with your future self. Here's Mike Mintz, five years in the future, 10 years in the future. And every morning, my future self wakes me up and say, hey, come on, we got things we got to do today. We need to do this and this because he's excited about me getting there sooner than later. And so having what your future looks like, your future self, is probably quintessentially what I believe is the number one way for you to create success in your life. Now, obviously, from there, you have to back up. You have to create a three-year plan, a one-year, and you have to create some goals that actually move you along the path all along the way. And the word intentional, I love, because you know clearly where you're going, you can wake up every day and intentionally have three priorities not a plan, not a to-do list, three priorities that every day are moving you towards accomplishing what your five-year plan is. And very few people are at that place where every day they're prioritizing three things that are moving them towards their future. Typically, we're just trying to get our to-do list done. And we're happy if, that, if we accomplish that. That's gold right there. Because I think a lot of us are like, oh, well, I got this list I do every day. Take out trash check or whatever yeah. whatever it is yeah. Yeah. Oh, get dressed check yeah. oh it's so successful the, the bar is very low and, yeah. and we can kind of trick ourselves and being like ah oh, made my bathroom trip check and it's yes. like we're exactly. giving ourselves these like fake pat on the backs but can you explain right. the difference between the daily checklist and what you're talking about well our daily checklist is, I mean, I can show it to you. Here, here's my plan for today. All the people I need to talk to, what times they are, where I need to be, what meetings I need to be at. But also out to the right, have what I call my top three. And these are the things that are not affecting anything today, but are moving me towards on a daily basis, my priorities, my future, where I want to be. And I'll tell you that that's less than 1% of 1% that are working daily priorities that are actually helping them accomplish their goals, helping them accomplish their one-year goal, helping them accomplish their three-year goal, which is helping them accomplish their five-year goal. Here's the crazy thing. I've had people tell me this is my 10-year plan because they're working on three priorities every day. They get there in three. 
And the reason we get there so quickly is because what we believe is going to take 10 years doesn't take 10 years if you're intentional. If you're intentional every day, it could go happen incredibly quickly. But we don't do our normal day like that. We don't do our normal job like that because we're trying to fill the day. I don't know if you ever heard this statement that time fills, I mean, that work fills the time allotted. Okay. So if I'm given eight hours to do a job, I'm going to take all eight hours. Well, if I'm given a lifetime to be successful, guys, then guess how long it's going to take me to be successful? <laughs> my yeah. whole life, right? Well, yeah. what if I said, I don't want it to take my whole life. I don't want to be successful in five years. Well, then it could take less than five years. So I think that one mindset change in most people's lives, they go, oh my God, I could have been doing so much more. I go, yes, because we're all capable. We're all capable of setting priorities and accomplishing these things every day. We just don't because, I, man, I love this word intentional, because we're not purposeful and intentional every day about achieving something that's actually moving me towards my success, which is very different than going to work and doing your list today. Michael, something I was thinking about as you were talking was you mentioned the five and 10 year plan and that's actually one of the hardest interview questions I've been asked in Silicon Valley. Sometimes it does get asked. What are your thoughts? I think it's actually pretty difficult to plan five and 10 years out, if I'm being honest. Is there like a framework? Is there a, maybe you have this in a book somewhere, but I think that's actually Dude. really difficult to even think past next week. Yes. Would I love do, just to get I, your thoughts. I, I couldn't agree with you more, brother. That's why yeah, I have a 10-week course that I help people walk through. And it very intentionally walks you through questions like, where do you want to be? What does it look like? What are you wearing? What are you driving? What is your wife wearing? How do your kids look? How do your kids talk? What schools are your kids in? What do your neighbors look like? What area of town do you live in? And I mean, we've walked through almost a hundred questions that helps you specifically identify. Because here's the deal. The clearer the picture is, the more amazing it makes you focused on getting there. Here's what I liken it to. I liken it to Thanksgiving. When kids get to Thanksgiving, they get super excited about Christmas. They can see it. They can feel it. The decorations are coming out. Everybody's starting to talk about Christmas. And for 30 days, all they can think about is Christmas. Well, this is the same thing that having a bright, clear, and picture of your future. It does the same thing for us. Now I wake up every day excited about I'm going to do this and this today because it's moving me towards that five-year goal where, man, that I love that picture, Mike. I love, and I'm talking to myself. I love that picture, Mike. My future self says, oh yeah, you're not going to believe how cool it looks down here, right? Because like, for instance, one of the things on my list is I'm getting my wife a house on the beach down in Port Aransas, facing the ocean. It's going to happen because it's amazing. on the wall and it's on the list. And if it gets on the list, it happens. That's a clear, that's a clear goal. Half the yeah. Time. yeah. So the clearer it is, the clearer the picture, the clearer the image. I, I walk right up to the door of guaranteeing people that they're going to realize their five-year plan. And I don't guarantee it, obviously, because it depends a lot on them. But I do tell them, look, if you do everything I'm talking about, there's no way in hell you can't get there. Because all that stands between us and the things we want to accomplish is us. It's the only thing that's in the way. And typically, the biggest thing we have to get through our heads is, what do I need to do today? 
okay? Because we can't go out there and stay in the future. That accomplishes nothing today. The biggest question most men have is, well, I don't know what to do today that's going to affect tomorrow. Well, when you go out five years and it's clear and you work your way back to three-year set of goals, a one-year set of goals, a 90-day set of goals, a 30-day set of goals, a one-week set of goals, and today's goals, now every day I'm waking up and accomplishing three things that are moving me forward. The next question I get is, well, I don't know many men that are that intentional. Well, I'm going to tell you the answer to that question is, I don't know many men that know that clear where they're going to be in five years. That is the difference. Love it. That's also gold. You're just dropping gold left and right for us, yeah. Michael. That's super Everything. helpful. Like, can I get you on my clarity. calendar like on a regular and you just talk to me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I do for a living, brother. Just send him voice messages once a week. <laughs> Please get your shit together. <laughs> they said the same thing like week after week, though. <laughs> well, and you know what's crazy is that I had an opportunity to speak with a couple of businessmen when I was in India about schools. And I shared the same message with them. And it was just as powerful for them. Because look, no matter where you are on the globe, we want to be successful at whatever it is we're doing. But we haven't had a great program, a great process. I mean, we haven't had a great process by which to get there. Being successful is just a process. It's just a formula. Okay. Now, your intentionality every day, right, makes a huge difference as well. But still, without the process, people think that I'm just a talker and I'm just a thinker. No, nothing could be further from truth. I love talking and I love getting excited and I love having fun. But without a process to accomplish something, I, all I am is just words, okay? And words don't make you successful. Having goals don't make you successful unless you get off your ass and every day you do something that's moving you towards those goals. And so without intentionality on a daily basis, I literally don't know how people accomplish anything because you don't. I've seen guys that they'll be intentional for a week and then they'll go six weeks with no intentionality, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of the heart and DNA of most men. But imagine if someone every day accomplish three priorities that are moving them towards their goals. 365 days a year. I'm telling you, you look back a year, you go out into the future year and you look back and you don't even recognize who you are, where you are and why you're there because you've accomplished so much in a year because of those three priorities and that intentionality daily. So Michael, one thing that I could say I personally struggle with, I'm not getting my three priorities done every day. I mean, I'm thinking about the possibilities if I actually applied myself and was laser focused on it because I feel like I'm more productive than most. Right. But the daily stuff, the daily grind, that always takes, that overwhelms me. I feel like I can spend just the entire day doing the daily stuff and then it's no time left. And I didn't work on any of those top three priorities. How would you change that? That you have to change by developing an amazing morning routine, mm. which is actually part of the training process again. Right. Our days are filled up with, with work, with family, and with a whole list of other things. So trying to cram three priorities in what already is a full day for most of us, okay, doesn't work. That's why I had to learn 20 years ago, I had to learn how to go to bed earlier and get up earlier, okay? Now, my day starts earlier than most, but I tell people, look, did you realize that if you were to get up an hour earlier every day, so instead of getting up at seven, you got up at six and put in a whole hour towards your priorities, that's 
eight hours. I mean, it's almost eight hours. So we got seven hours a week. Okay. Multiply seven times 30 days. That's 210 hours a month. By the time you get to the end of the year, it's a whole month of personally working on your own personal priorities, which is life-changing. It's life-changing to get up an hour earlier and have a morning routine where you're putting yourself in a position to accomplish your three priorities. And in addition to that, put your mindset in a framework to go to work positive and ready to accomplish a whole lot that day. Rather than waking up 10 minutes before I got to leave to go to work and rushing out the house and not being ready to do anything. Just yeah. example, I'll call myself mm -hmm. out today. Yeah. Today I woke up at, I think I woke up at six. I sat on my phone for 30 minutes. Yes. And then the kids got the kids ready. But there, there was 30 minutes. There's probably an hour every day, to your point, that I could actually be make some use out of it. Some solid use if I'm mm -hmm. intentional. I love that. Right. Especially the morning. One of my biggest there. nemesis is screens. Phone screen, laptop screen, TV screen. So one of the reasons we were talking about this earlier that I've now done away with TV is because it's amazing how much time TV and screens suck hours out of your day. <laughs> oh so I don't get to turn on any screens until I've finished my morning routine. That's wow. how I keep myself focused. That's how I keep myself on my priorities. That I don't get to do the things I want to do, which is check my phone, check my LinkedIn, check my Facebook, all those things until such time as I've moved through my morning routine and my priorities. I love that. And That's super tactical too. Like I could implement that tomorrow. Absolutely. That's easy yeah. to do. Yeah. Look, none of this is rocket science because if it was, I wouldn't be able to do it. I'm just telling you, <laughs> I'm straight up with people. I am not a rocket scientist by any stretch of the imagination. But what I do is when I find something that works, especially if it's kind of formula driven, and I find that it works for me, then I'm going to wear that sucker out. I'm going to wear it out. Mm. Margo, you talk, we're talking about success, right? I saw you, you write online was something about, something that drives me crazy is people blaming their circumstances for where they oh. are in life. And I saw you make a post about this. And it's almost like all these bad things are happening to me and there's oh. not enough accountability. And sometimes that drives me nuts. So is this something that you're seeing like the opposite? So the people who are super successful almost have the opposite mindset. Would love just to get your thoughts on that in general. Well, specifically the post that if, if I believe that you're the one you're referring to was more about motivation and that everyone believes that my circumstances determine my motivation. If something good happens, then I get motivated. If it's bad happened, then I get unmotivated. And the problem with that thinking is it's completely wrong. Because motivation is intrinsic. Motivation comes with from within you. Motivation is a choice that you decide to make. Motivation is an action that you take. You want to get motivated? Get up off your ass and start doing something. Then you'll get motivated. Okay? Yeah. Because it's about getting up and going and doing something. The same thing is true about our happiness. Happiness is a choice that we get to make. It's an action that you take. In fact, if you get up and you start acting happy, it's amazing how the rest of your body will come go along because, oh my God, he's acting happy. I guess we're going to be happy today, so we're going to come go. Well, the same is true about success. Circumstances don't determine your success. Your response to circumstances determine your success. Only, ever. Circumstances happen to everybody. It's the law of nature. It's a law of things. Stuff is going to happen. Good stuff, bad stuff, happy stuff, sad stuff. I get to choose, this is what's so amazing, I get to choose what my response is going to be. If every time I choose to, hey, 
I know that didn't go exactly the way I wanted to. I know that felt bad for me for a moment, but I'm going to take that. I'm going to learn from that. I'm going to grow from that. And I'm actually going to use that to be more successful than I would have be had that never happened to me in the first place. And when life is happening for you rather than to you, now you can take everything, every yeah. circumstance and mold it and use it to make you super successful. You know who the most super successful people are in the world? The people who the most crap has happened to. The people who have had to go through, as my wife calls it, they have been pulled through the keyhole backwards. That's whose people's success is larger than life because in spite of what happened to them, they went on and became successful, which means they used what happened to them for them. I love that. I think we, we have some listeners who are in the job search and I think Lee, we've talked about it, but there are those moments when you're getting rejected or you're not getting exactly what you want and you could sit there and that could be all in your head. Like all this is happening to me, but it's like how you bounce back. So I love that, Michael. Thank you. So Michael, let's say we got, we've adjusted our life. We're focusing on these three priorities huh? and we finally got them. And that's actually easier said than done. I think for the overwhelming majority of people, we're not doing that. Right. Let's say we get that down. Any other tactical tips that we can apply? Yes. I don't know if you would call it tactical though, because the other piece of what I find people don't do is they don't celebrate success. Mm -hmm. So when you're knocking out daily priorities, you actually have an opportunity to celebrate every day. And I find the last thing that we want to do as very motivated, as very professional people who I have this goal and I have this dream that we get so focused on the doing and the achieving that we forget to stop and celebrate success. And I'm telling you, I've learned that one of the greatest powerful motivators to success is you stopping you personally and celebrating yourself. I've had to learn to put that in because I'll be honest with you, I was not great at celebrating myself early in my career. In fact, just the opposite. I was the hardest person on myself of anybody around me. Nobody had to motivate me. I was kicking my ass every day. You can do better. You can do better. Well, here's the problem with that. My grandmother used to say, you can't dip water out of an empty well. The truth is you can't dip success out of an empty well. If you want to keep that thing full, you have to celebrate life. You have to celebrate success. And I'm talking about yourself. You need to be your greatest advocate that of anybody who lives. Because if you're not your greatest advocate, nobody else is going to be. You need to be the most positive person you know in your entire life. And when I say positive, I mean positive towards you. You don't need somebody else to fill you up. You're filling yourself up every day. And part of that is celebrating my success. I love fine dining. I'm freaking hooked on and addicted to fine dining. And so I use that. And when I have a great week, I tell my wife, no, we're going here this week because I knocked it out of the park this week and we're celebrating. <laughs> and I, this kind of fills my tank and gets me excited. And she loves it too. And we do something special. So that's probably the other end of it, but that's probably just as important. Michael, do you believe in celebrating the process or the outcome? Both. So celebrate I, I, both. Yes. Here's why I say that. So a lot of times the outcome doesn't happen for months and months, right? So what you're doing is you're celebrating the daily process of having three priorities. And I check those off. Okay. Now I know we made a joke earlier about you took out the trash. So I checked that box, but we're talking about three priorities that are moving you towards your future, towards your mm -hmm. success in life. 
And that's a whole different game changer of a set of items than just taking out the trash. My daily celebrations are, I say to myself out loud, just so you know, typically on my way home, I'm reviewing what I accomplished that day. I said, great job, you freaking beast. Mike Mintz, you are a beast. You knocked out three things. I love the word beast. My daughter taught that to me. Okay. And so I celebrate myself on the way home. Tell myself, dude, you are a freaking beast. You killed it today. And there's something about us hearing our own voice, saying it out loud to ourselves. That is like greater than anybody else telling you any kind of out of voice. Because who do we trust or believe most? Ourselves. Well, it's crazy how crazy good our own voice is out loud in the universe, hearing it said out loud. I'll say, well, why can't I just say it silently in my head? We'll say, I said, because that's the same voice inside your head that lies to you all the time. So you don't want to trust that voice. That's why I want to say it out loud, because I don't out loud lie to myself. I just do it inside my head. So yes, both the process and the result. Obviously, when you, when you get the result, that's a much larger celebration. I'll tell you, I've had parties for myself. I invited all my friends over when it was a big, when I accomplished something big, and I had a party for me, come celebrate with me. This was a big deal, and we knocked it out of the park. I don't think we do that enough. This is like an aha moment for me, Lee. I don't know about you, but I don't know if I've ever celebrated myself out loud. And I think... I was thinking that too. In my line of work, Michael, I'm in Silicon Valley, and... A lot of people have issues with not getting enough praise from leadership, like whether it's right. kudos or recognizing their work. Right. And I was thinking, there's that gap. You can be your best supporter. You should be. I don't think I've ever celebrated myself, and I've done a lot of great stuff. I hear this a lot from especially the men that I coach that, you know, and they're frustrated because either their boss or the CEO that they work for is not celebrating them. Or I hear the other thing I hear is that I'm frustrated because my wife is not celebrating me. She's not making me feel the way I want to feel. Or my mm -hmm. boss is not making me feel the way I want to feel. And I tell them in both situations, that's not their job. Their job is not to make you feel the way you think you should feel. That's your personal job. The reason we want them to do it is because we're not able to do it for ourselves. But we should be our own mm -hmm. personal advocate. We should be our greatest cheerleader ever. And most of us don't feel comfortable with being in that role. I had to grow into that role my, myself. I didn't think it was okay. I think that's what egotistical people do. They, they celebrate themselves. And the truth is, no, what egotistical people want is everyone around them to celebrate them. Narcissists want to be the center of the world. They want everyone to bow down and celebrate them. They're not celebrating themselves. In fact, they're empty of self-celebration. So, who should be our greatest advocate? We should be. That's when you move into a land where few people are, where you start celebrating your own success, your own attaboys, your own, oh my God, you're such a beast. That's a different place to live. Uh, and it's crazy fun to be there. I had somebody, some crazy person the other day DM me and said, do you wake up as happy and as positive as you appear to be? And I go, hell no, I don't. What's wrong with you? No, I wake up and I choose to be happy. I choose to be positive. I choose to be motivated every day because that's how I motivate myself. That's how I feel good about myself because I'm not waiting for someone else to tell me I can. I'm not waiting for somebody else to tell me you should, okay? I'm going to tell myself that every day because if I waited for somebody to tell me, it might take me a whole lot longer to get to where I want to go. This is how you get invited to talk to half a million people. By the way, people, if you're listening here, man, 
just Michael killing it, man. They, thank you so much, man. Like, I know you got You're a welcome. lot on your plate today. And we've taken more of your time than we promised. But can you just give the listeners a little bit on like where they can follow you, how they can mm -hmm. learn more about you, the services that you provide? Because, I mean, I, I know that people need a bit of Michael Mintz in their life. Thank you. I appreciate that, Lee. They can find me on LinkedIn. I've actually vacated all my other social media spaces. I am on TikTok. A lot of my, a lot of my videos are on TikTok. But they can find me under Michael Mintz on, in my LinkedIn page, also called My Success in Life. There's a place where there they can click on if they want to talk to me. They can schedule a time and get on my schedule. And I'm happy to talk to them. Uh, what I do is I coach leaders and executives. And I have just as many women as I do men. So it's not one way or the other. I have college students who have reached out to me and says, hey, I know you coach professionals. I know you coach leaders. I know you coach CEOs. Would you consider coaching me too? And I said, dude, as long as you're passionate about where you're going and how to get there, absolutely. I'm happy to coach you. So if they don't want to check on, click on the Calendly and schedule a time, just DM me. I'll always schedule a time to talk to you. I love talking to people about success. And the reason I do is because at 41 years old, I've never made more than $50,000 in one year. And I happened to meet accidentally someone who changed my life that year, the year I turned 41, and showed me a couple of formulas, how to be successful in my life. And it completely turned my life around. And I don't mean just in my income, because I did that as well, 10 times my income. But more importantly, and this is what I, I make sure people understand, I'm not just going to show you how to be successful in your income. Because most of the people I coach have been successful in their income and the rest of their life is going to hell in a handbasket. That's not success in life, okay? So if you're considering me helping you, me coaching you, know that I'm going to talk about it and we're going to talk about it and we're going to figure out a way for you to be successful in every area of your life because that's the only real success in life. So with that, I look forward to hearing from, from whoever, and I'd love to be on your show again in the future. We would love to have you, man. Yeah, love to have you. I'm about to set up a daily like phone call with you. Just, I, just, I need <laughs> your time every morning. Michael, talk uh, to me. Okay. You got it. <laughs> you got my first 15 minutes every day. That's great. Thank you, Michael. I'm ready to tackle this day now. You'll get it. Celebrate at the end of the day. Celebrate. Get those three priorities down. Get the plan in place and celebrate the wins. That's what I got out of today. Yeah, Thank yeah. you so much, Michael. We loved having you, man. You're welcome, brother. Good gentlemen. You've been listening to the Free Retiree Show. So long for now. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated. Member FINRA, www.finra.org. SIPC, www.sipc.org. A separate entity. Lee Michael Murphy is licensed for the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. Lee Michael Murphy is an investment advisor representative with Securities America Advisors, a registered investment advisor. The Free Retiree, Securities America Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career Advisor Sergio Patterson, Attorney Matt McElroy are not affiliated with Securities America Advisors or Securities America Incorporated. Securities America Advisors, Securities America Incorporated, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. The content heard in this podcast is not intended to be tax, investment, or legal advice and is intended as general guidance only. You should contact your own tax advisor, financial advisor, or attorney to answer questions about your specific situation or needs before acting upon this information. Third-party source information or comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. A portion of this event was paid by a third party. 
The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of Facebook Inc. The opinions of attorney Matt McGorry do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and company.